360 degrees teacher podcast. This podcast is an expression of the 360 degrees teacher concept, which is a platform that is targeted at reaching all stakeholders in Nigerian education sector for the benefit of the learner. This is done through training of educators, parents, and students, sharing teachers' experiences and exposing the challenges of the Nigerian education sector in order to prefer solutions to them. I am Amaka Victory in Bebu, and in today's podcast titled Effective Teaching Strategies, I will be exposing some of the teaching strategies that I adopt in my classroom over the years, and I can categorically tell you that I've achieved some level of success using these techniques. So in today's podcast, I will be exposing the concept called visualization, inquiry-based learning, differentiation, flipped classroom, and reflective teaching. So let's delve right into it. Before I go further, what is teaching strategy? Teaching strategy is the method or methodology that a teacher would adopt to support the learning of his or her learners. So what pathway would you use in the course of your teaching in order to ensure that your learners have a wonderful learning experience? That means that you as a teacher need to be strategic. You really need to be very intentional about what you do in the classroom. You shouldn't take it for granted that um, you should be intentional about what you're doing in the classroom as a teacher. Now, some teachers are actually teaching, but learners are not learning. They are so concerned about making sure they finish or they um, exhaust what they have in the scheme without actually paying attention to what or how the learners are learning. Remember that in this dispensation, we need to teach how the learners want to learn. So you need to ask yourself as a teacher, how would I teach? How does my learner want to learn? Have you seen that? You need to be very intentional. You need to be very observant in order to have or to effectively teach your learners. So let's delve right into it. Visualization. What is the technique visualization? Now, this technique states that you need to actually make or bring to life the concept that you are teaching. All those abstract concepts that you are trying to teach in your classroom, you need to really look for ways to make sure that they come alive for your learners. Now, this can be done through video clips, through virtual realities, and through um, visit or what do you call it, excursions, right? Field trips. You can actually take your learners to visit those places so they can interact with whatever it is you're trying to teach them so they can experience it, so they can touch it, you know, so they can speak to it. So instead of just staying in the classroom explaining abstract concepts, um, I can tell you that learners learn better once the thing you're trying to teach, once it comes alive through videos, through virtual realities, or when you actually take them to such places, they learn better. 
So visualization is very important. Another technique I also want you to adopt that you might try to adopt um, the course of teaching is what I call the inquiry-based learning. Now, inquiry-based learning is very important. You know, it's actually a strategy that, um, that you would adopt in your classroom in order to identify what your learners know. Now, remember that teachers ought to teach from the known to the unknown. I know a lot of teachers try to assume that learners don't know anything. No. Don't assume that your learners know nothing about what you want to teach them because in this age of information, <laughs> a lot of people know something about anything. So, inquiry-based learning would actually help you as a teacher to understand and identify what your learners know through deep questions. You're going to ask them deep questions that will actually stir up discussion in the classroom and it will also go ahead um, um, to teach them a lot of other things like um, learning how to pay attention to other people's opinion in the classroom. So you are basically teaching them um, with questioning, right? So that is very important. They would also learn how to have meaningful discussion in the classroom. You will also know what they know. Then you would know where to come in as a teacher. Sometimes you even find out that in the course of discussion, in the course of that um, inquiry-based learning, you would actually um, finish what you need to teach them in just about 20 minutes or 45 minutes. Yes. Have you seen that? So it is actually a very profound um, teaching strategy. You might want to do that. You might be very intentional about doing that. And in here, you're asking them deep questions. You're not just asking them any questions. You are very intentional about the kind of questions you are asking them. You're asking them questions that would you know, provoke them to think, that will actually inspire them to think for themselves and also become independent learners. Now, inquiry-based um, instructional learning actually also would encourage your learners to also ask important questions. They would also learn how to ask questions that would lead them to learning. Have you seen that? So it's very important. The next um, teaching strategy that I want us to pay attention to is called differentiation. Now, this means teaching by allocating tasks based on students' abilities in order to ensure that no one gets left behind. And also, it entails you as a teacher assigning activities according to your students' unique learning needs. Yes, I love differentiation very well because it is actually an inclusive strategy that would enable or help you as a teacher to make sure that you reach all your learners. Because your learners have different learning needs. They have different learning abilities and they have different learning styles. Now you have these learners in your classroom. How would you reach all of them to make sure that no one is left behind? You are gonna have to do this using differentiation. Now differentiation means that you're not gonna come to the classroom and just use one method of teaching. You are definitely using different techniques, different strategies in, the, in, one, in one lesson to make sure that you reach all your learners. That means you have to make sure you reach your social learners. You have to make sure you reach your audio um, learners. You have to make sure that you reach all your learners. Yes. So in a, in a particular subject or in a particular topic, you are using video 
you are using audio clip you are actually bringing um an activity that would in, that would in, require the students or the learners to participate you are definitely making sure that you um also bring an activity that would make sure that the students are grouped making sure that all learners are included you also give activity that you would actually make sure that your learners individually do what you have actually assigned them to do so this is very important in a particular lesson so that is called differentiation by so doing um, you would reach all your learners and they will have a wonderful learning experience now the fourth one is so dear to my heart i'm talking about flipped classroom wow <laughs> okay now flipped classroom is very amazing very amazing now um in the traditional classroom we have learners actually coming to the classroom to have the content delivered to them while they go home and work on problems through exercises, through homeworks, through assignments given to them. But in the flipped classroom technique, the reverse becomes the case. In the flipped classroom technique, the learners actually go home with the content delivered to them. So they go home, master the content, um, study the content, learn basically. And after doing that, they come to the classroom and then work on problems based on what they have learned. Don't get it twisted, I'm gonna explain. Now look at it this way. In the traditional classroom, we have our learners in the class. We come there, we teach them a particular concept. After teaching them, we give them worksheets, we give them take-home assignments, they go home to do it, they bring it back to the class, you give them another content, and you mark that one. And that is the traditional classroom method. But in the flipped classroom, we have teachers sending contents home. It could be via video. You can send a video, YouTube video to them to learn. You could send an audio clip. You could send a written material. You know, you just um, send it home to them to study the material, internalize it, personalize it, then come back to the classroom for discussion and for assignment and for you know, problem that you're going to give them based on what you have actually given them, uh, the content you've delivered to them at home. Now, um, this is so powerful because you know that in your classroom, you have a lot of learners who don't learn at the same pace, right? So we have learners who are slow paced in learning and we have those who will get it in just three minutes. Now, um, flipped classroom technique would afford all the learners the, um, opportunity to learn at their own pace because they have the materials they can pause the material they can go back to it again they can keep internalizing one part of the material till they get it so depending on how they learn have you seen that so when they come back to the classroom the next day they are discussing with the teacher they are asking meaningful questions based on areas that they did not understand they are solving problems that the teacher um, has proposed or has given them in the classroom. Now, this is so profound because you will know what each learner knows. It will also help you as a teacher to, it can even um, differentiate your, your, the, the, the way you 
actually assess your learners. Yes, the assessment you're going to give them, you can differentiate it based on the level of understanding. Yes, so you are including all your learners and you are not actually delaying some learners. You know, sometimes in the, in the course of traditional classroom method, because you want one learner to understand something, you are drawing other people back. Have you seen that? So, but in a flipped classroom method, all learners are learning at their own pace without disrupting the learning of the other learners. Now, when I discussed this with some of my colleagues, some of them um, actually talked about the challenges they have with flipped classroom method. So one of the things that struck me was the fact that a lot of them were not, were not really comfortable um, sending video clips, especially YouTube videos, to learners. So I was like, you can control it. You can do your own, create your own video. Yes, create your own video. And it's going to save you time. All you need to do is just that you're going to use the same video, edit, and uh, you know, add more content or remove when you want to send to the other class in the next um, academic session. It's very important. So this is what I tell um, teachers. Create your own videos. Thank God we have a lot of apps we can use to create our own videos. We can record our screen. We can even um, use our phones to record ourselves teaching. Send it home to the learners. So by so doing, you will control what the learners have access to. You know, instead of just sending them YouTube links um, without controlling what they're going to be looking at on YouTube, we can create your own videos. Flipped classroom is very, very effective as regards teaching. Now, the last one I'm going to talk about today is what I call the reflective teaching. Now, reflective teaching is so profound. I mean, <laughs> I believe that all teachers should actually be reflective teachers if they must achieve excellence and effectiveness in the course of their teaching career. Now, reflective teaching entails that you as a teacher, you are comfortable. I mean, you, in fact, you are intentional about getting feedbacks from all the stakeholders, like the learners, your colleagues, your, the parents, the school administrators, the principal. Yes, you are so intentional about getting feedbacks from them. You are not afraid of, crit uh, of criticism you, in fact, invite your peers, that is your colleagues, to come observe your teaching so that they can identify, help you identify areas you need to improve on and also, um, you know, areas that you need to really stick to as regards your teaching. First, you should not be afraid to get feedback from your learners. Ask them, how do you want to learn? Do you, do you like this technique I used today? What do you think? Okay, okay, how do you want to learn? Ask them because you need to teach your learners the way they want to learn. If you, not the way you want to teach because teaching now is learner-centered. You need to actually teach the way your learners want to learn. Have you seen that? Very important. So um, 
you need to be a reflective teacher. You need to have a journal. Every day, daily or weekly, you need to actually look at, plan yourself what has worked for you as a teacher, what hasn't worked for you, what teaching strategy have you used, what teaching strategy haven't you used, which one are you going to drop, which one are you going to adopt as a teacher. Very important. So that is what reflective teaching will do for you to help you as a teacher to improve. You will keep on improving, you see. And once you keep improving, you will, you would actually identify what you need to learn that you can then um, go further to develop yourself, to acquire professional training, just so you can actually reach your learners. It is very profound. That's all I can say. So that is this for today. Um, remember, we've talked about visualization, inquiry-based instruction, differentiation, flipped classroom, and reflective teaching. Very important. So I want to remind you at this juncture that I am actually writing a book titled Effective Teaching Strategies and Application. So when the book is out, I would want you to have the book <laughs> because it exposes a lot of teaching strategies that you can adopt and how to apply them in your classroom based on the subject you're teaching and based on the level of learners you have in your classroom. So I'm not just going to, I'm not just exposing the strategies in the book. I'm also trying to expose how you can apply, how you can utilize them in your classroom based on experiences I have and also based on research and um, interviews I've had with some of the teachers. So that is that. In order to get more information, I would encourage you to follow me on Instagram at the 360 degrees teacher. Once again, my name is Amaka Victory Mbebu. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Keep being intentional about your teaching profession. Believe me, it is going to be worth it. So that is it. Wish you a wonderful day. Goodbye.